Yeah. Every movie does that. Five. That, did you talk Jesus about that? That's <laughs> It's Peter Berg. For two hours, I'm like, oh. I don't like the movie because it bounces too much. Oh my goodness, I didn't. Why do you sound like a fucking, like, like an 80 year old man or something like that? Was it because of you? Just kidding. I'm going to break this. Cheers. 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 Wow. It feels like I'm going back in time. Georgie, like. <laughs> Holy shit. That's... It's delicious. It tastes like cotton candy. It tastes like a fair. It, it does. like danger. I I tell you what, two of these and I w- I would be drunk on the table. I blue? think we might need to have a break and actually make one. <sighs> this mm. smells amazing. It tastes amazing. Thank you. Thank I you, Jeremy. This might be my Bravo, favorite drink. This is Thank the best you drink. so much. This might be my favorite drink. Geinzer. I, like, I do like the milkshake from Perch Bean Waffle. Like, that was really good, by the way. Like milkshake and I missed it? Yes. Fuck me. Hey, Brandon. Uh, uh, um. Gentlemen. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're wasting my gentleman. This drink is delicious. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. The grape juice would have ruined it. Hey, hey, and welcome to Three and a Half Gentlemen, the podcast, where three of the four hosts provide a refined and intellectual analysis of movies from our private collections and a guest who follows the singular red balloon into a storm drain and <laughs> dies terribly while they try to keep up. We'll let you decide which host is which, but for now, my name is Sean, and with me are my co-hosts, Jeremiah. What up, yo? Do you want a balloon? Eddie. What's going on, guys? And tonight, we welcome back our very own, very special guest, Brandon. Brandon! Good to be back. Yeah, Yay! Glad to be back. <laughs> with every review, we tell you how many drinks it takes to get through each movie selection. At the end of the podcast, we'll rate the movie based on a scale of zero to five. Zero is the perfect film you can watch, Stone Cold Sober, and five is a terrible film, so bad you have to be blackout drunk to enjoy. In addition to our review, we pair our selection with a cocktail that we hope will enhance the viewing experience. We invite you now to shake stir or mix a cocktail we've chosen and settle in for what we hope will be an engaging review for legal reasons we don't condone or encourage anyone under the age of 21 to drink along with us and of course because we live in a ridiculous society where people are stupid 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 really stupid we must please ask you not to drink and drive if you're listening to us in the car what movie do we have on tap for this evening jeremiah well sean we have the audience selection for tonight we have the 2017 remake it in the summer of 1989 a group of bully kids known as the losers club band together to destroy a shape-shifting monster which disguised itself as a clown and for unknown reasons preys on children in a small town of maine called Derry. i added that in because I, yeah it was ridiculous yeah <clears throat> about you it stars Jaden. Lee Berher, Finn Wolfhard, Finn, <laughs> Mike, and Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise, the dancing clown. This cotton tan is really good. I know. It's yeah. really delicious. This drink bomb. You can't see Jeremiah right now, but he's like dipping his cotton candy in his drink. <laughs> Skills. It's, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. And it's disintegrating and he's biting at the same time. It's, I don't know how he's doing so it. Before it's, we, so it's literally be, defying logic. So before we get to that, and as we mentioned, thank Sorry. you. As we mentioned, with each movie, we try to pair the tone, feel, and overall impact of the story of a cocktail. 
For instance, when we watch a Bond movie, we pair it with a vodka martini shaken not stirred with a lemon pill. Sometimes the drink will be referenced directly in the film. Other times, the drink will simply be inspired by the film. Tonight, since this is our first audience pick, audience pick. Jeremiah has offered to pick the cocktail. Jeremiah. Tonight, we pair our audience selection with the Pennywise the Clown cocktail. It's literally delicious, by it's the way. So it good. is so freaking good. A shapeshifter drink that makes you float in all the right places. <laughs> the perfect combination of sweets, frights, and deadlights for you and for all your friends. It's a trick-or-treat for a drink that will help you get ready for the Halloween season. To make this cocktail, you'll need cotton candy, grape juice, mm. raspberry liqueur, bubblegum vodka, and a garnish with a singular red maraschino cherry that exemplifies the floating essence of a red balloon. It's the bubblegum vodka. That's what I taste. <laughs> mm. I don't think you should need so that. I don't think you need grape juice. It, no, I think you, you like don't need seven grape up. juice. It's just as good Sprite? without grape juice. Yeah. Yeah. Vodka's just good by itself. Hey, yeah. uh, the cocktail should be served shaken in a martini glass. For a complete recipe, please visit our website at thegentlemanpodcast.com. Brandon, give a little background to our selection process. Absolutely. To give you a little background of our selection process, as Jeremiah just said, for this first season, we're going to be reviewing movies that are important to each one of us. These are the movies that we feel have in some way shaped how stories have been told throughout time and even how they'll be told in the future on screen. We won't be talking about the movie straight through. Instead, we'll let our conversations throw naturally. That said, we'll be touching on different film aspects, including plot, characters, direction, music, cinematography, terrible effects, and anything else that might come Oh, oh. oh. yeah, add a little <laughs> thing in there. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, in that case, since we started, Brandon let's go ahead and talk about the acting. just went off. <laughs> I'm getting the time ready. All right. So first of all, um, I think it's important to note that this is the first time we've had an audience make a selection, and I will unanimous. Uh, it was not unanimous, and I, I, it's a fake news, uncertified <laughs> election. I am not sure that the actual winner was it, but Jeremy insists that that is correct. I'm just letting you know it was a tight, tight race between it and Twilight. And you know what? Sent it over the edge. The Instagram post that you did with the little arrow that went from the fucking choose a movie, and then it went. All the way to it. Well, I was, saw that one. And I, I appreciate apologize. That too. I did not see that. I don't know what you're talking about. Thank you, Amber. You- <laughs> anyway, I acquiesce, and the movie we're doing this evening is it. Yay! It's probably one of the most newer movies that we actually reviewed on this podcast. It is. Yeah, 2017. Takes, I don't think we've the, done it. The it newest. Over. Yeah. It yeah. So uh, anyway, so let's get into the review by. But well, first of all, um, I, how did you watch the movie? Because I watched the movie at nine o'clock in the morning with every light in the house <laughs> on, you did. all the curtains up, everything just exposed because I was terrified of this movie. Did you know how I was like diving into it right away? Were you thinking it was? Well, someone like lied that? to me and told me it was a suspense movie. It is. It was. Shit. It is. <laughs> and it's not. It's a fucking horror movie. Depends over how you look and at through it. and through. No, it's not. Depending how you look at it, there's no. You know, from a certain point of view, Star Wars Jedi mind bullshit. This is a horror. I movie. actually thought. I was watching a high school class project with this movie. <laughs> really? I'm just going to start in Whoa. on it. I started at 1030. Uh, I finished it at 1230 or so uh, a.m. And uh, I had every single light on in the house because I don't do horror movies very much ever. <laughs> um, and I literally was like, well, I could have had all the, the lights off and had somebody just reach around, and just not reach around. Sounds bad. <laughs> somebody just come and scare me. Well, and uh, that would have been, that. I mean, literally my cat jumping from the couch to the floor scared me more than anything in this movie. Eddie, did you see it in the theaters? Uh, originally I did. I, re- I recently watched it 
uh, earlier this week. And I'm not going to lie, though, okay, because the scariest part of the movie is the very beginning. Um, <laughs> so I remember that. So I took my time. Uh, I actually uh, was – I paused it a couple times to purposely <laughs> refill my drink. <laughs> Because I was like, oh, I because it was so bad and you need more. No, no, oh no, no. no. my You're drink is empty. The when yeah. I was younger, I, yeah. I think Jeremiah knows this. When I was younger, the original it, the miniseries, scared the crap out of me, and I had dreams for a long time. I had to defeat it in my dreams in order for me to stop having dreams. So what you're saying is we so, should have watched the original and not this no, one. No, this one's actually this a one's lot better movie. than the original. Yes, it is. Oh, that's I that's do have to admit that Tim Curry's performance as Pennywise the Clown amazing. is pretty amazing. It's iconic, you know, for like the horror genre and everything like that. And just let you know, what's the difference between Pennywise the Clown and the 1990 Tim Curry Pennywise of the Clown is that he's kind of like a serial killer dressed as a clown, you know? I kinda, that's creepy stuff right there. Wait, the, the Tim Curry one? The Tim Curry yeah, one. I think I like that better then. Well, as opposed to like Bill Starsgard was good. In so this let's, let's start talking about the characters. Let's talk about okay. Bill Starsgard as Pennywise because that's something I think we can all agree on that he was creepy as shit and very good. He was very good. So I first kind of got notice of, of Skarsgård when I watched the uh, the Netflix series um, Hemlock Grove. I don't know if you guys watched that oh, one. Which one? one? Was no, with uh, werewolves and vampires. And I mean, it was a terrible, you know, terrible vampire. It was an absolutely <laughs> terrible show. But I watched it for three seasons and was in love <laughs> yeah. every time. It was, it was the worst show. It was like that. It was like that. That guilty pleasure where I hated myself every time I went and found it and started the new episode. Did you watch but it by still, yourself? I watch it. Yeah, I watched it by myself. And, he and it, it wasn't. By himself. Um, yeah, man, I love you, but you don't listen to anything or watch Unless anything. Unless it's like you know the Real Housewives. Um, <clears throat> no, she likes What's Your Number. That's a good movie. She oh, likes that one and Leap Year and The Proposal. Anyway, oh no, the one with the. Uh, what's her? What's his name? Who's it? Um, yes, that one. Chris Evans. God. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Hemsworth. Intern. Oh, that's so good. Robert, Robert De Niro. De Niro. Yeah. And, and what a what a romantic comedy between Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway. <laughs> let's jump back to this movie. So, <laughs> so, let's. Start. Anything we can do okay. to not talk about. Yeah, so yeah, jump no. it back to Scars here. No, I, I watched Hemlock Grove. I loved Hemlock Grove. Uh, in a, like I said, a guilty pleasure kind of way because it is not a good show, but at the same time, it's entertaining enough to fill the time. And so I, I really liked him in that, even though his accent, he's Swedish, and so his accent is just kind of weird. Not frustrating or anything, but like just, he just weird. Picks weird words to have weird pronunciations. Yeah, with weird pronunciations. Now, <laughs> that being said, I know we're probably going to talk about it a little bit later, but I am like a huge fan of his dad, Stellan Skarsgård. Oh, yeah. um, that and also, uh, I put in my notes here that, that Brian Cox, always good. <laughs> always good. And there it is. And there it is. He no, but. In, um, Eddie, Eddie, what it, Yeah. He was also in the movie, uh, I'm talking about still. Uh, main dude Bill, Pennywise, yeah. Bill. Pennywise. Yeah, Pennywise. He was also in the movie Deadpool 2. Did you guys know that? That's right. He was one of the crew. Oh, that, that's yeah, right. Brad Pitt. And, yeah. 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 I think, yeah, I think yeah, he's yeah. up and coming. Well, he is up, he's definitely up and coming. And he was... Okay, so did anyone else just get creeped out by him just smiling? Like, that was, to me, more scary than any of the bad special effects or anything like that. It was just him being him was way more effective than any of the, uh, the CGI added stuff. Well, him in the drain... Right, oh. I mean, I know we've kind of made mention no, of this a couple of times, there. but him in the drain, like I started off my notes loving it. I mean, uh, I, I love the beginning with kind of just literally before the credits even show, before the the WB symbol shows, you know, we get the sound of the laughing, we get the oh, sound yeah. of the, oh, the, yeah. the rain falling, and it just it locked me in there. And then that whole like scenario, and I I, I got to come in and say, I haven't ever seen this movie. This is the first time I've seen it, and I was locked in. And when he comes across Pennywise in when when uh, what's his name 
Georgie. 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 When Georgie, Georgie. comes across oh, Pennywise in Georgie. the drain, oh. and I knew what was going to happen. Like I've known just from you know hearing about it. I did not. It was <laughs> fantastic. That conversation. It was so edge of your seat suspense. You know what's going to happen. Fantastic. Like but at popcorn? the same time, yeah. Just so, I mean, this is talking. Back Great. up just a minute though. Before we get there, we had. I mean, the, my first notes on my on my uh, on my my notes is like fucking kids singing. Holy crap. That's creepy as hell. And I know Eddie, you had something to say about the oranges and lemons. Okay. So, so it's uh, I guess it's original child uh, theme that was, I, I read somewhere it's back in the 19th century or maybe 18th century, but it's originally, I, I don't know how to even say it. Like it's kind of nursery, like rhyme. A nursery, nursery rhyme. rhyme, but it's almost uh, listen to the lyrics. It's meant. I mean, some people say that it's actually uh, people used to, like execute, execute. Yeah, okay. people. This is a song about people, execution. It's about execution. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so you have really that creepy. backdrop. You have that backdrop. So the director wanted that song to really be part of the theme. It's a song that used to be execution of children as well. Oh, jeez. Hashtag yeah, so George it, Orwell's nineteen eighty four. You fit. It fit really well for Pennywise. His whole character. Oh, what, for sure. Yeah. And 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 then we had like the mom playing the creepy ass piano music in the dark. Creepy. The whole movie was in the dark. I mean, that uh, that I'll, I'm going to criticize this movie enough, but I will say that the set up to the drain scene that everyone kind of knew was coming because I think it was iconic from the 1990s version. Yes. Well, that's what I was about to talk about. You don't really see what happens in the 1990 version. It just cuts away. Like You're like, oh my gosh, something bad happened. And it kind of tells you, you know, in the book, it's pretty graphic. I did not expect to go see that. I know that we have, you know, some of us have our fathers and some of us are, you know, have nephews and nieces and whatnot. Didn't they just kind of just give you like, oh my God, this is like the most scariest thing. This is what you don't want to happen to a child or something like that, you know? Right, because right. it plays into the whole idea of stranger danger yeah. thing going. And then when he opens his mouth, and this is the one, I know, Sean, you mentioned special effects are kind of lame, um, which I agree with, but there's one special effects that they do uh, two or three times now, and that's when he opens his mouth and you see the different rows of teeth. And it's kind of like this, this Jaws shark mouth going. Loved it. It was creepy. It's, it, it, you know, to me it wasn't scary, but it was creepy enough that it was just kind of like, damn. I think everything was scary in that scene. I mean, yeah. when his eyes turned from like yellow oh, to that yellow, you know, that like oh. glowing eyes in the dark are just, there's a couple of elements in the movie that I think did, they did awesome with. But, um, to, oh, oh. Friday, hey, it's also the lights just dim. Let's do it. <laughs> I was going to say, well, on that, it, you know, it took him over five hours to do Bill Stars' girl or uh, makeup. His makeup. His makeup. Yep. And they they got it down to two and a half hours during when they're actually filming. Right. They got mm-hmm. re- really good. So they said the only thing that was different though. Do you know he has a lazy eye? Mm-hmm. So they said that he on command he could make that move. He yeah, relaxed, there was a there was, was a, yeah. And there it, was they, an they, interview they, with Bill Head or your hater or whatever yeah. they say for it chapter two, <laughs> and they were talking about like how he was like how do you do that that uh, that thing he was talking to Bill Sarsgaard and Bill was like you mean this and he like <laughs> moved his eye he's like oh god <laughs> so that was real so one of the things that I loved about this movie is that it didn't have a complex script at the beginning the relationship between Georgie and Bill. Uh, in the room, you got. I got. I was like, okay, I didn't know what was going on. It's the first time I've ever seen it. I'm not a horror movie fan. I was like, oh, is Bill like sick? Is he not allowed to go outside? Like, is he one of those like bubble boy things? And I was totally off on that one. But the relationship between him and Georgie mm. didn't. It didn't take a lot to really develop a really good relationship between the brothers. And he made that little, you know, the boat, and that kind of carried through the whole movie. Where I think the whole purpose of the movie was for him to get kind of release. 
and this is something that I'll, I'll, I'll get into later as far as uh, so you, you what I would it. have done with the movie differently. <laughs> no, I did not like the movie. You like the, um, the relationship between him and his brother in the very beginning? So if, if it was done the way I would have done it, then yes. But the way they did it, no. Uh, but the relationship was decent at the beginning. And uh, it was just it was a nice way to set it up without a lot of dialogue. And John, honestly, you said something that I didn't think I would hear from you, and I definitely won't. You won't hear from me, which is what I like about this movie <laughs> is... I'm trying to be good. Um, no, I do think going back to that beginning, um, it is, it's a quick intro. We get a quick introduction to the characters. We see the care and love um, mm-hmm. between Bill and, and Georgie, which makes, you know, flash forward to the end when he uh, takes the, the cattle prod thing and shoots the, the in- incarnation of Georgie in the head. That definitely kind of fully shows how much he's given into this idea of killing the evil that is it. So let's talk about the 80s themes and the 80s kind of feel to the movie because the 80s played a huge impact, obviously, in the original. It was 1990, so it's coming right out of the 80s. No, actually, Sean, what, uh, the story actually takes place in the 1950s as the children, as they going back to the 50s, and it takes place in the 80s. What they did in this film is actually make the children take back to the 1980s as their childhood, and then... The chapter two version is this modern day age and everything like that. Oh, so so the miniseries the actually does it in the 50s and whatnot. Gotcha. I think it really helped out the movie a lot. That's just my opinion because it was just like nostalgic. It had that whole kind of like, you know, hey, you know, there's a show called Stranger Things. Well, we're going to do this too, you know, and everything like that. See, you know? and I, I just did. Okay, so where Stranger Things has succeeded wildly in bringing you back to that 1980s E.T. feeling didn't get that from this movie. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, the 1980s is kind of like the zeitgeist right now where it's just kind of everybody's going around the 1980s and we love to to pull on this and Stranger Things, we have have Finn Wolfhard who I'm going to go on record right now and say he is my least favorite actor in the history of actors. What? Uh, I hated him in Stranger Things. I love Stranger Things, but I hate him in Stranger Things. Oh, I thought he was great. Oh, and I hated him in this movie, which is... um, (laughs) Richie? Which is literally one of my things that I'm going to talk about later on if we get to that. Um, which I can just rant about. But, you know, 1980s, yeah, it's it's kind of the in thing is to go back to that time period. And I really do, I'm going to say it, I appreciate, not like, but I appreciate <laughs> the fact that they, they did then adapt it from the 1950s to the 80s. Well, it made it fresh. And it that's did. something. And that's one of my criticisms of the whole movie is it didn't feel fresh. The whole movie felt like it was trying to pull on the heartstrings of something that had happened a long time ago. And it didn't fulfill the things. It didn't fulfill the... 80s horror movies like Stranger Things does. And that's really, I, I was comparing it to Stranger Things from a feel perspective, yeah. and it just didn't get there. See, the way I looked at it is like how the miniseries was shot. You actually got to see both sides of the story. Like, you actually right. see um, the main character as an older, you know, yeah. getting the call. You get part two. Yeah. In the mix with part one, right. where they were just like, no, let's just focus on part one as the children and everything like that, which I honestly believe is the better way to actually approach it to really give more detail about what's going on with the story. So we jump ahead, uh, we do a time jump here, and one of the things that bothered me is that it was kind of undefined. We go, a whole year had passed since Georgie's disappearance, not a whole year, but a whole school year basically mm-hmm. had passed and did anyone else get the fact the, the the look that bill was a young joseph mazello anyone else get no maybe no. a young joseph levitt gordon joseph gordon levitt fuck <laughs> joseph gordon levitt yeah, i was like who's that person um i mean i no no all right no um i mean if we're talking about casting and, and all i mean honestly the one thing i i thought when i was watching this movie over and over is knowing that chapter two just came out is that uh, Beverly, played by Sophia Lillis, uh, was like, 
literally Jessica uh, Chastain. Chastain as a child. I mean, like, literally, I could see her turning into that. So I'm just, like, kind of looking at it going from a casting standpoint. It was brilliant. See, I had an AD Amy Adams feel. I was oh. with you on that, too, Oh, actually. I could see Amy yeah. Adams, actually. Yeah. I think I think they nailed Bill Hader with uh, Finn, actually. Totally, totally, totally. <laughs> and I thought they did yeah. really well with um, uh, James McAvoy or McAvoy. McAvoy? Oh, with, even the guy uh, played Eddie. He looked yeah. exactly yeah. like him, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Ben, I like is yeah. it Ben's character. Is that what you guys talked about yet? Ben, um, the do you mean Bill's chunkier? character? Oh, 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 oh no, yeah, the, yeah, chunky, chunky monkey. I thought they looked like each other. Like, wow, damn, yeah, dude. it's okay, man. He, it's he all right. Good, I liked him actually in this role. I thought he was. I one of the things I have in my my notes that I think is fantastic is he was intelligent and stood up for himself. Saved and, the girl. Well, he, and and he went after the girl. He didn't just cower away. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Your hair's pretty." Well, let's think about it. <laughs> let's think about it though. He doesn't end up with her, so we don't know that. Actually, sir, don't don't root it for me. I might. Listen, I hate watched it. it too? I'm hated it. Just let me just yeah, go ahead I and say, I, uh, f- you know, spoiler alert. I, I got drunk watching this movie, um, <laughs> but uh, that doesn't mean that I won't see chapter like, two. Dude, just because drunk. I absolutely love the cast of chapter Something two. Something tells me that you're gonna actually like chapter two more. The I way sure I'm actually how this, is, this, so. this podcast is going, I feel like you're gonna enjoy chapter two, which by all means, I did not really enjoy. Oh, you in saw that case, it. we're gonna flip flop then. Um, so, question. Yeah. Answer. Silver on the bike. There was the word silver on Bill's bike. Because it was a throwback of the 1990 miniseries because Bill, he had a old school bike just like that one and it was called silver and it was kind of like high hole oh, silver, silver away. Silver away. Okay. So it was okay. kind of like, so you know, Ranger, it was like no. a, yeah, Ranger. the Lone Ranger was kind of like a, a little like wink to we, everyone regarding to the miniseries. We could also look kind of more, I guess, I don't know, analytically and just say, Maybe it could also, sub, you know, subconsciously kind of represent the fact that he is the second place son. In a lot of ways, he has the stutter. He is the one yeah. that kind mm-hmm. of is second place in, oh, in his he's parents. Like a silver medalist. He's a silver medalist. Damn you, Brandon! Yeah. And your I deep think, thoughts. Well, I, think <laughs> I like it. I like that a lot. Did I you didn't see think that, about that when he came home from school? Yeah. And he talked to his dad, and he he set that up. Good scene. The, there. The, the, you can tell that the brother every day has been coming home trying to find his his Georgie, you know, Bill. And instantly, he's like, he just wants his dad's attention. Hey, dad, help me. And what do you think for this? I've been practicing. He, he, he actually does, pours water, right? And with, it goes down the drain. And he could see where the little person, the figurine, it dropped down in this bucket. And he was able to instantly, dad, the dad just up. stopped it, blows up, and says, you know what? He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. And I felt like, yeah, he, Bill is the son. It wasn't like the, the perfect son that, that he, the dad lost the perfect son. And you got to understand, too, like the whole premise of the town Derry is that the older people in Derry do not see the whole thing that's happening with what's going on. The children are being missing you know, I, because of this evil entity that's happening. They can't see it. See the newspapers. You, yeah. 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 No, I, I see adults putting up missing children posters. How do they not see it? It's not seen it. It's, there's a presence that's happening. There's something different that's going on in this town. So, so it's affecting it, children a, different a than demomit, it's affecting. A demomit? A demomit? I can't even dem- say it. Demonic. 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 That's go. a tough word. Yeah, you even messed I, up I actually kind of screwed up on that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it, it's, you did. Roll the tape back. I did not. Say it. Say it. Say <laughs> it. Demonic. 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 So it, seriously, though, it goes every 27 years. So mm-hmm. maybe, you know, there's a lot of time that goes in between those 27 years. And I was thinking, like, wouldn't the older parents know, like, hey, 27 years is coming up again, guys. Like, yeah, like, let's let get our, the fuck out of we town. We should let our kids <laughs> kind of know. Like. <laughs> because when you're uh, older, you forget. You like you just put this in the back of your mind and everything like that, so you would never actually feel that fear. And I think that's a fantastic explanation. I wish it was part of the movie. I wish we had Agreed. 
a, an iota of information about what the fuck was going See, on. See, this is probably what the problem with the movie is, is that there is people that know the story, you know, the book in the miniseries, and when they watch the movie, they can totally understand it. But I can totally understand what you guys are saying. Like, if you're coming new to it, you're just like, okay, well, what but the fuck you, is but that? But you had a character. You What's had Chubbs that, McGee, you know? who had done all this research, and he would have was the McGee. perfect person wow. to explain. His name's Ben. All right, Ben. Ben Hansen. Ben. I think he's Benjamin. Ben actually. is literally one of my favorite characters. But Ben has this is the perfectly situated character to explain what the hell is going on. Like, well, I'll Be, get I'll add an because, extra, because, uh, add you know why? fifteen minutes of the movie and no, all of a cut sudden, fifteen minutes of weird, uh, fast forwarding well, bullshit out. No, Ben. The reason Ben knows this is because he's an outsider. He actually moved in. He's the yeah. new kid, and, he's and so in, he's actually he's, seen this whole thing. And he's actually been at the library, look at the, all the you know, the recent killings and the past twenty seven years and beyond that. He even looked beyond well, that. Let's talk about the library. Oh. Okay. Well, before the library Good. was the synagogue. Oh yeah. Sorry, I just burped. Go so, ahead. Well, I just want to go back since we're talking about parents, and I have a note on parents um, and kind of the dynamic before it. What bothers me, well, one of the many things that bothers me about this movie is, like I wrote right here, everyone's lives and parents suck. And I think right. that it's just, it's, it's frustrating because Unreal, I, one, one thing that I, I like and one thing that I think makes a scary movie scary movie, I'll tell you right now, one of the scariest movies, I think, and a lot of people will laugh at it, my wife laughs at Jeepers me creepers. being scared of it, uh, is Paranormal Activity. I, I think that that I, okay maybe it's, it's scary no, as hell. Eddie and I, I have like a, I could we, not. Eddie and I have a little small story about that fucking I can't, movie. I couldn't <laughs> sleep with the lights off for a good week and a half <laughs> after watching that Sleep for a month. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I'll true. tell you. So, but what I, story. what's necessary, I think, in in any type of movie, whether it be a fantasy, whether it be a horror, whether it be a drama, is that there needs to be some realism, and it's not realistic. I don't care if you're a group of losers coming together. It's not realistic that everybody, everyone has parents who hate them. Yeah, or is abusive. Or abusive, yeah. I mean, yeah. Beverly's dad as oh, this, like, God, yeah. as this cliche, I thought, God, damn And the, the damn abusive it. pastor or a, a, a rabbi, and then you've got, yeah, all these different characters. What, what? I think that's what tied them together. Yeah, that's what tied them together. Listen, you got to remember, like, it, I understand it's, like, it's cliche of, like, all these things are happening, but it's just the story of, like, shouldering trauma and abuse and they were able to overcome the opposite coast because they share a deep love for one another but what well, they use is tropes they use bully tropes yeah, they use so, parent tropes it's just full of these I, I don't know i don't know how to say it other than this it's so predictable it bored me like it, I, like I was like oh look another abusive I parent i could not agree with you more and i want to ask honestly to you guys we all went to to three four different uh, public schools right public high schools Right, we all went to public. Yeah, no, I went to a private school actually. Okay, so three of of the four of us went to public schools. I went to a school where we literally had gang wars after school. Like that's actually a thing that happened. (laughs) Um, But one thing that I never saw, never ever saw, was the bully that is so cliche in movies that we see here. Nobody's God. carving names in no, someone's chest. I don't know what schools you went to, but I've seen a lot of that shit, man. That shit was scary shit. Like you knew, That's you crazy. knew like that guy that was gonna pick on you. You would walk the other fucking way. No, just I get that. that. Where they would he pull out a switchblade and carve something? And in if your we're looking, no, at this. but you knew people about that. You're like, fuck. Mm. You know what they did to that one kid the other day and shit like that. Like you heard fucking stories, man. Like man. I know it's cliche that you guys think. But that shit really fucking happens, well, then, yo. Going, going along with the bullies, and I know we're going to go back. Sean, I know you got some, some things. But going along with the bullies, uh, to me, I looked at that character. Uh, what was his name? Whatever. His Henry name Bauer. Was. Henry Bauer. He was just an ends to a mean, which was completely pointless. 
He was a pointless character. Yeah, I'm not sure actually what he did because he just died. He the, just maybe he comes died. back in number two, and it's something uh, we don't I'm not know gonna about tell it. you. I'm not gonna tell you. Not gonna tell you. Is, okay, can I get a just a? Is he important in part two? He is important. Okay, in, in that case, then I will. I'll eat the words, and Sean, I want to hear where we're going next. See, and okay, I did not realize that the second chapter kind of finished the story. I thought it was a sequel. So I, a lot of my criticism is I don't know what the fuck was going on 90% of the movie, and I'm frustrated because I love horror movies. Well, excuse me, I hate horror movies. But I like a horror movie that gives me a story of and at least an origin story of why the person or the thing is doing what they're doing. You had nothing. You had literally nothing. I did not know why it existed. I didn't know why the presence was in Derry. I had no idea about anything. And there was ample time in a two hour horror fest to explain it to me. And they just didn't. And I do think that part two gets into the backstory. It of, tells of Pennywise. Almost, almost everything okay. that you're in missing. Ni- yeah, 1908 or something. There was a house, 89 people got missing. Remember, they signed it, the parliament. Yeah, you literally they signed hear the, the story. They like signed this. the parliament, uh, the parliament of the town, yeah. and they all go missing. They all went real missing. Okay. And they all. And I, then I, there was a weird. I it agree. Guy. And, and, and Jeremiah, you mentioned earlier, and I think that it's, it's important, is that people who know either the 1990s version or the book. Get it, which are you guys, and we didn't get which it we didn't we get it. We don't, and, and to me, that's that's a problem with a movie is that you need to be able to allow for anybody and everybody to approach the story for the first time or the 20th time. I just, yeah, it's the, the funniest thing is like it's all there. I mean, it's you know, not. it's all it's there because <laughs> it actually tells you, like, seriously, like the last 27 years, something awakes 27 years, the last 200 years, and whatnot. It, it praise on your fears, all the details and everything. So, like I understand that. the praise on your fears, I understand it's every 27 years. We don't know why it takes the uh, presence of a clown. We don't know why it is terrorizing children. We don't know why it's terrorizing these specific children. We I, at first I was like, oh, is this the movie where the parents did something fucked up and the and the kids are being punished? And I was like, oh no, that's Friday the Thirteenth or whatever. And the other thing that we don't get, well, the other thing <laughs> that's what along, I was looking for. But going along with that, the other thing that really bothers me, and maybe we're gonna get to this, and if we do, I trust me, I have enough uh, gas in my engine to go there. Is <laughs> that um, honestly one of the things that bothered me? the most is the cutaway the cutaways in this movie pissed me off more than anything (laughs) is we set up this huge like reveal and all of a sudden he jumps out or the the painting weird weird distorted girl jumps out and then we cut away well number one if this were normal life that kid would be dead because the thing the painting the the clown is literally attacking them and all of a sudden they just get away from it no, no. The what thing you're talking about in the it's sewer? all about oh any of them. no in the synagogue any of them in the synagogue everything that comes up to that particular every uh, child in that movie and whatnot it's terrorizing them because it feeds off their fear. The more yes. fear they are, the more terror they are, the more tasteful it is for it. So let's yeah, let's talk about the library a little bit because I think that's where we got what's his name Ben Haskins. Ben, I think that was one of the things that I really appreciated from a cinematic graphic. Uh, Cinematographically, Jeremy Ray Taylor is where uh, he's turning the pages in that book and it keeps getting closer and closer and closer and closer. And you don't know what it is until it's like, you know, Georgie's head. But what was up with the headless thing following him and the bad special effects on that? It was all the distorted picture. Well, if you notice in that scene where he's actually looking the book, you actually see an old lady that's getting closer and closer and closer. smiling. Yes. Was Pennywise there the whole time? Every scene that you see a kid in there, there is Pennywise in the background. Yeah. Where George is going down the basement, you literally see eyes at the back of the room watching it. When you see the kids trying to help uh, Ben, you know, all getting stitched up and everything like that, you see Pennywise's face 
in the sketch of that mural that's on the wall and everything like that. Every scene, there's so much hidden things about it that, you know, it's like he's always preying on the children he's and whatnot. on the weak. Yes. The and that's who- why, you know, the more he terrorizes each individual is the more that they taste good for them and whatnot. That's what he wants. Yeah, I just say like he preys on the weak, and that's the whole idea. I think that's what he, he, tra- he gets you when you're alone, and that's why— How they, are these kids weak? Because to me, these kids are strong as fuck. S- together. But okay, they, but okay, when, okay. They're together. But when they're separately, like when he, the, the one boy is at the synagogue, he's alone. He's already fearing his, God, put the watch away. He's already fearing the, the, the idea of with his, you know, his dad. And then also the, the, the girl, uh, Sophia Lillis, uh, Beverly. Beverly. When she's alone with her dad. Yeah, how, why, by, I'm sorry. I didn't mean, to, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, you I really did. don't. You just did. But, but why would you ever go back to that bathroom and take a fucking bath? Right? Jesus. Holy God. <laughs> anyway, which, well, bitch, I have we'll something to go off of that. I'm going to go No, no, Eddie, talk because then I have something that literally goes directly onto that. Well, before so that, it was crazy how, like, she put the measuring tape and went all the way down, and she was just like, and then she just, like, a little, it, Stranger Things, it kind of reminded me a little bit of Stranger yeah, Things like right where there. it's all goopy. Goopy, and then it just sprays out her face, and it's trapping her down. It Why was would crazy. you ever go back in that bathroom? I'm just telling you right now. I would literally never go. And that, okay. I mean, and special effect, awesome. No, that special oh, that was effect fucking was fine. great, dude. My, my criticism of special effects was around the clown. Well, I, because he had this thing where he ran at people and, like, jiggled, and it was just... That's how they had it. They wanted him to do that. Yeah, it was dumb. Um, well, no, no I, I think I, it's good. I, I Jer- want to jump off of you later. Okay, so, Jeremy, so and then, Jeremy right. one of the things that I want to talk about real quick is um, we had Beverly uh, getting, you know, the bathroom was basically the covered carry, in blood. The carry scene. <laughs> right, the carry scene. Which, After she cut her hair. Which I didn't understand why she cut her hair, but we'll get there. Because her dad. Uh, that goes to your point that the parents are not seeing what's going on because who would have not noticed a bathroom full of blood? Because the parents don't recognize it. Did the kids see the blood though? Because I feel the like kids they did, did see the blood. They walked but in. then they made a mention of it, and maybe maybe I was misconstruing this, but I feel like they made a mention of it, kind of like offhandedly, of they were just going along with helping her. Like no, he mentioned something where like, well, I thought we we're just going along to help her and everything like that, not knowing what was happening. Oh, uh, okay, that. okay. Then I, I misread that one. Um, one of the things though that really bothered me, and this kind of goes along with Sean, what you were saying about why would she take a, a bath in the same bathroom, is that to me. It was the weirdest thing that after every single one of these kids have been terrorized to the point of like, holy shit, oh my God, ah, is that they all go on with their lives like nothing happened. Yeah. Like they're just walking off. Like like yeah. Ben when he gets attacked in the library, he just the next scene, the library. Well, the well, next scene he's fine. He's fine. I just oh, wait, wait, wouldn't wait, they go wait, running wait. to their friends though and be like, "Holy shit, this happened to me!" Or because, the police? Well, no, or we, to anybody. You're going from two different parts of it regarding because <laughs> you're going after the Nebo House situation that was terrifying and everything like that. Before that, where everyone has their own individual, it's like it's almost kind of like you know shameful to mention like, "Yo, there's something that's stalking me." They, Am embar- I the only one? A little embarrassed. Yeah, they're almost like, "Hey." Uh, they, they're not going to let something know. Hey, I have something like I'm. I have. I had a bad dream, or you know, everyone's going to say everyone's going to think I'm crazy right now because I had this, you know, hair spit out me in the sink or blood. It's easy. It's like it's ir- easy. It's so, ignorance is bliss. Gr- gr- yeah, it, it, exactly. And but they say, go along with it by themselves, okay, even when they're alone on the street. How many so, times before? How many times did you ha- ever have a moment when you were younger that something happened to you and I'll you do you one better freaked you out and you didn't tell no one? I'll no, do you one better. I so, did. No, I'll do you one better. So the house I used to live in was. Fucking haunted, okay? That, that it was haunted. Thank you for letting me know that. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry, Jeremy. Stay there for two years. So, 
fuck. It was haunted. Oh, not there this was one? a presence. Not <laughs> yeah. th- no, this house is not haunted at all. Yeah, right. There was a presence that lived in the house. Can you stop getting cotton candy out, bro? Oh, it's better than his I'll watch. take one of those. So seriously, <laughs> I'll take one of those when you get watch. a chance. So uh, there, there, it was haunted. So basically, I felt this presence that used to push... Ew used to push down on me when I was in bed and it was creepy, but I didn't tell anyone about it. And one night me and my sisters were sitting around having dinner and drinking. And it turns out that each one of us had the same type of experience in the house that we had never talked about for 20 years. And then all of a sudden it comes out. So I understand how you can hide this part of you. You can hide this, this it's almost like you're embarrassed to talk about it. It's like, I don't know if anyone else has dealt with this. So I guess I do understand that. But it also really bothered me that it was constant. Like, I just wanted one of them to acknowledge the fact that they're scared shitless about what happened to them. Yeah, you saw that with Bill. Bill finally stopped. He's like, listen, this is what's happening. And then Eddie finally, poor Eddie. Eddie was like. Happened to me at the house. You know, he's like the clown. You know, it's just like, oh, my God. You know, like, I'm not the only victim here, you know. Right. Who do you think got the the worst of it? I feel like uh, Eddie got the worst of it. No, the Jewish kid. The juice? I felt like no, Eddie no, no, no. The, with the, oh, no. I would infested person on Eddie. I'm face. sorry. The day no, that I get ben, blood in my ben face got, in the bathroom, spraying out the whole wall, no, I mean, that, the, that's the, the worst. Ben dude. got literally eaten. His face got no, eaten. No, that was a Jewish kid. It was a Jewish kid. You're right. Okay, that no, wasn't no. right there. That was towards the I end changed of the movie. it to Wait, the Jewish the kid. His name is Stan. 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 Jesus. That wasn't at the end of the movie. Stan, I take it back. Stan got eaten. So, yes. At the end of the movie. Yeah. And I think, no, no. well, I know what happened. He was getting eaten. And I'll tell you stories about that because seriously, That's you so actually got to see the deadlights in that movie. The what? The what? deadlights. I don't know what that means. I'll tell you more details after we take a little small break. Okay, we're going to take a break and make another uh, Pennywise the Clown cocktail because unlike this movie, it's delicious. I think the movie's. De- well, I'm say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Georgie Boy, you like popcorn? Pop, 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 I want to, you know, I want to make my time worth it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're going to skip ahead to when the kids start kind of developing into what they dub the losers club. And I think that is, uh, it all begins with the carving into Ben's stomach of whatever that the moronic H, bully. Henry. Who's going to try to spell Henry? Do they really ever call themselves the, the losers actually, club? Actually, they do. They, they do, do, actually. Yeah, I looked for it the whole movie. That's what oh, I was like, well, then, when they the actually uh, save Mike, Mike, the outsider we kid. We haven't talked about Mike. Yeah, you know, because you know, his situation is pretty messed up as well. Uh, he lost his parents through he's, a fire. And that's something that didn't quite crazy. translate uh, from the 1950s. Because when you said 1950s, it made more sense. A lot more Because there sense. was a racial element to his integration into society that isn't present in the eighties. That was certainly present in the fifties. It's mm-hmm. definitely was present in the fifties. You're right. absolutely right about that. And this was 89. But this so was 89. Yeah. Was so that, I mean, May. well, I mean, racism I mean, there still obviously exists in the yeah, world. That's not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying Dairy, Maine. it's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same as, yeah. But you kind of got the sense of it, especially like Bauer, Henry Bauer was actually looking and chasing from Mike. He wanted to cause pain to this kid. Right. All the it time. made a lot but more sense. But it being sense. a racial yeah. issue just doesn't seem, it wouldn't be as conducive in 89 as it was in 50. That's all I'm saying. It's gotcha. bad for Mike, man. He, that's how you, how his job was. You for just sure. paid attention to his and job. And they didn't actually become the loosest club until the kids actually saved Mike during that whole big ass rock war that was happening. That was Mike's amazing. Oh my oh, God. Yeah. The rock, you, you, you said amazing with the rock amazing. war? It was amazing. Awesome, that was man. the you dumbest. anthrax in the background, man. Okay, just let ready. me just go ahead and say this. <laughs> I have not seen something so fake since the Buddy the Elf snowball throwing scene in Elf. Okay, so I'm going to disagree with you. I I'm hated sorry. that. She, I used she to have rookie avocado, of the year this shit out of that rock. I used to have rock. avocado wars. I used to have orange wars. I mean, we never had rock wars because we weren't dumb. Um, it, was not, it was not to be dumb. They were actually trying to save him. That was, no, that was, that was dumb. That was, they were right, so right before that, 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 was before so that when Mike was 
Sorry. No, no, no. Right before that. I don't know. Mike was getting beat up, and he looked to his right. And you saw Pennywise just eating a hand, hand and just and like he, this. Okay, that was my that was my favorite Pennywise moment when he's waving with. Someone he laughed hand. so bad. That was. Did great. you laugh? I did. I busted up laughing. It was fantastic. I actually think. Wait, wait, it's right here. It's right here. Hold on. What did I say? Oh, what did you say? What did I say in my notes? Oh Damn it! Oh my god! Oh, I might have gotten rid of it. Best scene. I said, yeah, best Pennywise scene, waving with a severed hand. The horror makes it a little cool. Worth it. Uh, you know what I said? Here is literally quote unquote from my notes. <clears throat> quote. Oh, God, here it comes. <laughs> Clear your fucking hits. Okay, professor. <clears throat> Roll eyes bad with the rock fight. And then, wait, wait. I also added, seriously? Question mark? That was the dumbest, Stand up to dumbest the thing. No, it's part of the book. It's, it's the, part of no, no, the no, 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 it's Okay, well, number one, I think it was dumb just in a story context, but it was the way it was filmed that literally, did you see those fake CGI'd rocks? They were literally being thrown 94 miles an and hour. And I have to say this. There's nothing worse than watching people who can't who throw can't things throw. try to throw things. Those but then, kids needed to have bike lessons. Today, not to ride a bike. They, you know a, a couple like children. Weeks, we need to, to get off to of our iPads. They had to learn how to like ride a bike for like the, before the movie started for like a couple months. So my niece wants to see this. She really wants to see it. She's thirteen. And Christy, my sister, asked me, "Should, should I let her see it?" And I'm like, "No, this movie is not for children. Yes. It's disgusting. Yes. It's it's horrific. I saw it. It's gory. It's ugh." I saw anyway, it. I saw mine when I was ten. So one of the things <laughs> that fine. one of the things that I wanted to talk about is it wasn't until the quarry and the like the swimming scene with all the children that they started to develop their characters and even then we don't get a backstory on anyone. And there's no real I'm talking real, emphasize real character development for any of the characters. I agree. I disagree. I think that every character had their own way to actually, like, you know, rise above what they were going through no. in that movie. I, think I hear their you. They rise growth, above their situation, but, but no not as a friend growth. and not as a character, right. not as not know. as a group of friends. Eddie, Eddie was a, a kind of like a bubble boy. Yeah, exactly. You know, instantly, like, he was but, like, overbearing. Was overbearing small, a uh, parent. Mike you know. lost his parents. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, Bill lost his brother. Bill's not a By the characters, they're not. What, not what, as a group of friends, right? They never not came, as a group. They never came together like and They're jumping off the lake together, and she jumped off first, saying, "Yeah, it I, was yeah, I got so this." The seven of the kids, I thought their chemistry was fantastic. Pretty much like almost like Stranger Things in so many ways, man. You yeah. saw that. You saw reference to like Stand by Me. You saw reference to like you know ET and everything like that. Man. I saw visual representation of that. I did not see the heart. I did not. Feel the like when ET when those kids get on the bikes and ride through the town, you feel a sense of empowerment for the kids. Mm, I, I never felt. Oh that no, I disagree, man. Especially disagree when they too. actually defeat uh, it. And oh, I'm jumping spoilers or anything like that. Well, just, well, no, you I see them holding when, together when like this. When love, this swimming, bondship. yeah, when they were swimming in, in the lake. You saw the friendships and how I was like, damn, I remember I was like that with my friends. I had underwear like that, but like the friend, <laughs> the cool times in the pool. Oh, Eddie, and everyone then, had an underwear like that. And then, no, but that. I wasn't like I had whitey tighties until I was tidy whiteies. By the those way, tidy those were the whitest tidy whiteys I've no, ever seen. Those tidy whiteys were pretty high. I don't remember my tidy whiteys being that oh, yeah, high. They were. But the other thing no I was going to say, there was like a lot of connections because uh, was it uh, Bill and Beverly? You saw like Beverly took a little like she could see that Ben uh, Bill was looking at. Yeah, yeah it was like Ben was looking crush. You saw like the crushes there happening. And, a little Sandlot, little yeah, uh, Wendy cool. Peppercorn. Cute, like it was innocent. I, I appreciated that part. I really did. I, I, I liked the whole Corey scene. I thought that was probably. Uh, of the of the in in the spectrum of the movie, I think that was one of three gr- great scenes 
I think I think it was. I think the Georgie scene at the beginning was a great scene until you know he got his arm bit off. Oh, I thought that was horrible. Was neighbor good. or whoever, whoever the lady is, like, come on. Yeah, girl. you see blood she's in the there. street. She's there. She turned around and then she turned back and he dropped. Like, because come on. it's dairy. So let's the land talk. I, okay, you know what? No, no. Going back to what Jeremiah said earlier, I think that's an absolute perfect example of the the older generation not caring about the younger generation. Right. Um, now I got I got two things. One's kind of a throwaway. Another one I think we can talk about a little bit. The first one is, in my notes, I have, I never thought that an aerosol spray can could create such a big damn <laughs> flamethrower. First of all, I can. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, I was taken back to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with that shit, because that was like a flamethrower. That was a flamethrower. I flame just thrower. saw that this weekend. It yeah, was, um, terrible. Super disappointing. I anyway, um, was decent. so let, let's skip ahead a little bit to the house, because this is where a lot of the last section of the movie takes place, and Eddie, I oh, think, yeah. is the first one to kind of bring the house into focus. Yeah, he walks past it, right. and he and he's sees got the leopard. his pills, and he's got his... Uh, and, and Okay, so here's one of the things. It didn't look like a leopard. It looked like a zombie. No, it looked like every disease type of situation that scared well, Eddie in some ways. Leper. I didn't either until he told us it was. Is that Here's, the first, was that the first time, too, where uh, Pennywise's clients said, we all float down here? Yeah, and that, that was a reoccurring thing that he started telling anyone. We, you know, we all float something. We all like float this way. Or we float. all float down here. Time to float. Yeah, you well, know? I don't understand. It's like in the sewers and whatnot. They're actually floating. The bodies, they're either floating on the on the lake or the sewers or floating up in the sky and everything like that. Time to float. Oh. Can, can, we, can I ask you a real quick question, though? Are there really old, deserted, desecrated houses like that? Because yes. that seems so silly yes. and unrealistic. First of all, there, there are. There is. You yeah. need to go. Yes. You need to go yes. into like Detroit, Michigan. Maybe. Uh, no, not maybe. No, no. I'm telling I mean, you right I'm now. Maybe that's I watched, what I'm doing. I, I watched the movie with uh, or the show with uh, that chick that I love. Oh, Nicole. Nicole Curtis. Yeah. Oh she, my God. Nicole's she walks dope. into these houses and they look fucking exactly oh, like. We're this in one right now. Crazy. What are you talking about? Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I mean, I hear it, but I just am like, you know, that is such again a, a horror story trope. And cliche, and it just to me seemed like, oh, See, let's just reach. I think it's that, the backbone of a, of a, of a good horror it is, movie. It's, it's, it's going to have a backbone. This is the first time we actually get to see it for it the first time, man. It didn't bother me at all. Yeah, I, I really yeah. loved it. I mean, I wanted to buy it. I, was, I, I looked at it, and I was like, I want that house. Sean Wood, actually. <laughs> I don't care if it's uh, it, like infested with someone, Pennywise. It doesn't someone matter. from the movie, uh, uh, one of the, I forgot who, someone, I, I don't know, it wasn't the director, but somebody I just saw a tree, and it was really old, and bought the tree and put it on the lot. <laughs> Because the tree can't fit the house. See, and I, I think I think of all the things in the movie, the house and the tree and the feeling that you got from that brought it into a horror. Like, it felt like a horror movie. This was definitely a horror movie. It wasn't a suspense movie. It was a horror movie for horror movie's sake. It was blood and guts. It was saw. It was gross. And, and I'm disappointed where horror movies have gone because they're outside the realm of what I enjoy. But I can appreciate at least this is super consistent with the genre. I, I thought like, it actually was just fantastic the way they brought all these different elements into this movie. I mean, it's... See, I didn't see... What elements? The terror of suspense. The music. The coming together. I mean, just regarding to the characters, like, you know, facing their own fears and being able to rise above what yeah. they have to do, man. See, one of my criticisms... The stronger together than apart. Exactly. And I, I like it shows that a lot sentiment. in life. But one of the things I didn't like about the music, and I said it here in my notes, is that they used the music to scare the shit out of the audience. They used the volume to scare the shit out of the audience. Instead of using, like... Okay, so... That's I, uh, the same thing it's psycho yeah no it didn't it, that's if, no, the same thing no as psycho. it absolutely it's a, it's, I, on a, no that is the same thing as psycho i 100 come disagree on with well, we'll get to that later the music accentuated the scene just like jaws when you saw the barrels and you had the bump bump it it gave you anticipation the music itself didn't 
scare you because it was so loud that it was, it didn't do that to you. And that's what this movie did is constantly barraging your, Oh my God. Are you kidding me? The whole shower scene is psycho. The string goes, ee, ee, ee. So, I mean, come but on. But the ee, ee, ee doesn't stand, doesn't start until after the curtain is moved aside and you see her start to stab. To be know, fair, I'm and I'm not going to support this movie, but I would say that this movie and with the scares, it is consistent with the horror genre. You know, it, it is consistent with the idea of music plays such an integral part of of all of the different horror, horror movies is that, you know, we get the jump out of your scare. The jump out of your scare isn't actually the jump. It's the blaring music. And we listen to that and we hear that. And that makes us, us scared. I think it made me for me. I'm gonna jump in before Jeremy. Yeah, I think it was nice to see a movie like this compared to all these other movies with just demons, demons, and uh, demonic. Like this was this a little bit demonic still, but overall it was He's like a demon though. Yeah, but he's it not did, a demon. It, yeah. it was you don't know that, what he is because there's no backstory. That's true, <laughs> actually. But it was something that it was like it's almost like okay. a a path for like a teenagers to watch this movie because it, it's it's kind of like the, this new. It's a new. Scary movie that it's not strictly relying on the demon devil type thing worshiping. You keep talking about like, you know, like there's no background story. It's like you're looking at chapter one as a whole story. You don't know what's going on until you watch chapter two. until you can actually look at it as a whole picture. Just like we're talking about like Harry Potter, Deathly Hollows and Deathly Hollows 2. You can't just go, oh, because they didn't give you much details because there's so many details that you don't know from chapter two. And the difference is, is that. Deathly Hallows in 1 and 2 were billed as a two-part complete story, and it was not billed that way, number one. And number two, you didn't, leave, no, you didn't leave it on a cliffhanger like they did Deathly Hallows. You didn't have a continuation of the story. You actually had two independent stories running congruently. I'm sorry. You I don't do agree. not have two have independent you, stories in Deathly Hallows. First, first off, the same cast for uh, it, Chapter 2? Yes. Yes, it is. It's the exact same cast for it's, the whole movie. Yes, it is. It's not 27 years later with a whole different cast. Yes, because they actually go back and they tell more stories about Sean, them before you talking about you probably should watch it I too. I did watch it chapter two, bro. You have not. You did not watch did chapter not watch two. It. No, I didn't. Okay. You didn't. <laughs> you and I will never watch that show. <laughs> I will watch it. I will watch it. And I do, I mean, at the end of the movie, it but does I read say, the synopsis. It says it chapter one. It does notify us after the at movie, the, at the after end. the movie. Um, I do think that as a standalone movie, which a movie like this should be, it does fail. I think it does. It does. Uh, it, it doesn't come up to what it should be. Mm, I thought it was great. Uh, so, exactly. So Eddie, um, me, Eddie, or the no, Eddie? Oh, it's really, really hard with this Eddie. Sorry. Right. Thank you. Yeah. First of all, Eddie was my second favorite character. I loved Eddie. I love Eddie. With I, his little pillbox and his mom and kissing. Uh, I just love that whole thing. Um, so when they go into the, the garage and they have like this projector where I, I didn't quite understand what they were trying to get at because they had already established the unspecified story at Ben's house, like with his, you know, all papered on those walls. Nuclids on the block. Hell yeah. So they had already kind of established that he had done all this research and that I don't know why they needed the garage scene. I think honestly what it was is to project the, the sewer system and yes. basically kind of attack planet. And where are these, where have the killings been taking place? And we realized the past oh, 27 it's, years. It's all, yeah. it's every killing in this neighborhood has taken place next to a sewer. Or so he's exactly. using the pipes. Right, he's, he's using, using the, pipes. the pipes. And I do think that it gets across, but then Ooh, look at the it smile. allowed for them to do a, 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 a scary thing with the, the projector. Which I thought that was fantastic. I did think, I'll, I'll give you that. I thought that that was really well done. But yeah. then he got big. Yeah, that scared the shit yeah, out of me. Yeah, that was stupid. No, I seriously fart in the theater when I saw that fucking movie. Because I wasn't pick up. I didn't expect them to be all huge and shit. So once they go uh, into the garage, one of the things that I didn't uh, understand is the how the projector kind of took it, like, 
they inputted scenes that weren't there. Like, was that just in their there, minds, or did he? Actually there was already film in there. They only they, and they added uh, one. They only added one of the layout of the sewer of the town, and then they had a map and they they put on there. So there was already film in there, other pictures. So that town took control of a family photo in there, and then that's where. It got stuck on one, or it kept replaying, and it got closer, 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 closer. So, it's, so it's, that it's the same thing as like what happened in the book. Yes, exactly. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. It's not like somebody took a picture and just kept zooming into the lady. Right? Yeah, because I was, I just didn't understand what they were, what they <laughs> yeah. were talking about. I was just sorry. Uh, so one of the things that um, I will have another uh, criticism of is when Bill decided to just go back to the house. So after that, he, just kinda, he was just like, yeah, uh, like <laughs> yeah, that pumping was kinda... out your chest. I'm going to go find my dead brother and all you all better follow me in. And I'm, I'm sorry. I'm with the kid. I'm like, he's like, Stan, well, everyone needs Stanley. to look out. Like I'll stick out here. Are you crazy? <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> I think. And okay. So I, I agree. And again, disclaimer, I'm not supporting this movie, <laughs> but I will, I will offer maybe my, my thoughts on support in this situation is that, this is just a horror movie cliche. Now, the question is, is it just using the cliche or are we looking at the original text and saying that it was one of the texts that, you know, the book, is it one of the movies or books that, that Bill, started the cliche? It was always Bill asking for help, asking his friends to help me, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm alone Bill's a leader. Does. Bill's a leader. He's asking for help and his friends come yeah, to help him. I, no, no, I, I know. But, 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 no, 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 I'm not doing it. Oh, shit. That's so okay. messed up. Uh, no, I do want to, I want to high five across the table. Oh, man. High five across the table. Jeremiah, I 100% love that, is that that's kind of his turning point. I like that. I really do. And he was in denial over Georgie's death kind of until, I felt like until that point. When he shoots him in the head, which was the only good scene in this whole movie. I think that as soon as he entered the doors of the Hell House, he knew Georgie was dead. He just needed answers. Just like I was searching for answers to a plot that seemed never to give them to me. He wanted to at least find. He wanted to know what happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, I get that. And that's, I guess, my biggest... It's the closure. What I feel feel like stolen from when I watch this movie is I I want to know what happened. I want to know what created... Like, I wanted to know what created Michael Myers. We watched Halloween. We watched The Thing. We watched all these movies. I wanted to know what why they were doing the things they did, and I got nothing. Chapter two. Chapter two. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> it's not dumb, John. No, Friday the 13th. Not, it's like, you don't you know, find out exactly what happened to Jason until Friday the 13th part two. Exactly. Oh, God. You know, honestly, as kind of an outsider in the sense of I hadn't been watching this movie with that argument in mind, I honestly am split between Sean and then Jeremy Eddy. Because I do see, I, I, I see Sean is absolutely right. Because we need to, as a single movie, now granted it is part of the bigger story, but as a single movie, we need to have that support. We need to have that background. We need to know what's the purpose. What's the purpose? But at the same time, I look at what Jeremy, Eddie, you guys are saying, and you're right. It is part of the bigger narrative. It's bigger part of, part of the bigger movie, and we need to kind of keep that in mind too. Like, I do think, though, maybe to split the median and, and I guess side with Sean just a little bit more in the sense is that we need to just got real. No, no. But what I'm saying is we need to know a little bit more. Uh, stop. Uh, we need to know a little bit more of the background. We just need to know maybe I, I not where a, Pennywise I don't came need from. All the answers. I need like. A answer, like a single answer. What is the answer that you're looking for? Here's my problem. Uh, okay, you know, here's yeah. five questions. Uh, why is Pennywise picking on those particular children? We, why does Pennywise... Yeah. Fear. Yeah. 
So they're the only children with fear in the entire town? Because Henry because was there's like fearful. No. He's been killing kids, He's obviously. been killing kids the whole town and everything like that. But why does he keep coming back to Every those seven kids? Years. Because he, this is the more town. the fear that he keeps putting okay. on them, the more that I he I understand that you're giving me an answer. Yeah. The town, the, the movie did not give me an answer. Because you probably were not looking at I what you I was looking desperately for <laughs> no. this answer. Okay. Why is every parent a piece of shit? Why is every single parent in the movie? Because I don't care what parent it is. If it's his, if it's grandpa for Mike, or to Bill's dad who was an asshole, to, Richie's mom. Which, yeah, which Bill's dad did not have to be an asshole uh, because they're they both. Were, they're all grieving. They, okay. Yeah. Okay. No. No. no, so, no I'm on your uh, side. So why are the so, okay? Why, so let me why, ask is, you. Why, wait, why is it? Uh, why? Why does it take the form of a clown? What? Why did it pick Derry? Why is it? Uh, why did it steal? Hold on, I gotta find it. Why did it steal Beverly and not kill her? So let's go with the first question. Ask me the first Good question. Question. What I'm saying is the movie did not answer these questions because they are questions that you're not looking at it. That's the thing, you man. Know, I'm yeah. looking at it. The movie did not provide okay. clear. Un- okay, Sean, ask the first question. The first question: Why is the monster picking on those particular children? They're he's picking on every single children. Every single there were nine it's a people in the library, school. and they only picked on the fact it's kid. the big high school, and, and we don't get any of the other stories. Right. No, but you get no, you do yeah. get stories. It's you hear about all these other students. Also, like, wow, Betty, Betty was in my class, she's gone. Oh, wow, that one kid is Georgie gone. and Betty were the only two that we heard about. No, of that, no, of why that did he pick time on period, of that time period, because Georgie was there. The and by the way, no, I do want to kind of, I, I hate to sound like I'm just jumping on, but one thing that, that we've made clear is that he feasted on fear, Georgie wasn't afraid. Georgie wasn't afraid. Not at what all. What was the purpose of him being dead? And this kind of goes back, I guess, to what I said early on. Because, he actually made friends with right, it. Because what? he just woken up. 27 years. Yep. That was 27 years he just woken okay. up. Because he doesn't... This is what I'm talking about with the cutaway, is that we have them set up this big, huge, I'm going to kill this kid scene, and then we cut away, and all of a sudden the kid's walking away free and clear yeah. and, and, and having no PTSD at all. But then we have Georgie, who just decides to float his boat down the water. And, and then fun. all of a sudden... He wasn't scared. He was laughing and, and he giggling says, following Ray says, her. oh, I'm not supposed to do Stranger Danger. He literally says to the clown... I mean, not literally, yes, but he but says you Stranger Danger. you actually see him, and the kid is actually trying to reach down. You see his eyes change. No Knowing he's got the fear in that kid that's and everything, it, yeah. and that's when he attacked him. But why does he kill him? Kept talking. But why? because he was hesitant in getting the. Why does he kill him in the in the big like literally kill him? Not just eat his arm, but he kill almost him. he because almost killed Eddie as well. Remember this? He almost killed Eddie in the house when they when Eddie uh, was it uh, Eddie Bill and what's the Stanley? Yeah, he was when trying they, to kill Eddie. He almost killed Eddie. He kills Eddie, he and Eddie falls on the table, and then all of a sudden he leaves. Hilarious, because he fell on the table because he passed out, right? But he leaves him. No, he left. You know why he left him? Kids. Fought back. Yes. They fought against the fear. They brought fear to it. Instantly, he he should see that the fear was in the house. Instantly, he should feel a, a change of and, oh, there's wait, those kids don't fear me. Yeah, anymore. exactly. They're, That's they, the whole. They thing. open up. They they they've passed that test of. I didn't think they were going to be. Then passing why not tests. leave them and go on to Susie and Jimmy <laughs> and eat them? Yeah. Why go back for? Why go back? I, mean, I get that it doesn't make such afraid. a good the story. There's thousands of the kids in Derry eat no, them all. Because, because, the same reason no, no. Michael Myers goes back to always try to kill <laughs> no. Jamie Lee Curtis. Michael Myers wants to kill Jamie Lee Curtis because it's a sister. It's a sister. No, no, it was never his sister. It was never his sister. Amended by other movies, but in the original, same original, same thing with Stream. They always try to go back to killing. Okay, this is my problem: is that sequels in horror movies usually just rewrite the rules of the first movie. That's not that. 
but so, so, okay, 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 wait, 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 wait. wait. So to your, to, be clear to your second too. question, you're asking why the parents don't. It's you know, not just why. the parents. It's all the adults. It's all the adults in dairy. He has again, an, yeah, an effect on all of them. It is explained. You for it. The library was super concerned. The was librarian the was super concerned. You saw it, it hanging out outside of the library. Was you saw. The, you saw. Was the, the movie too high for you to understand? Yes, Eddie. The movie was too intellectual for me to understand. A fucking killer clown jumping on children. It was like Fight Club. You just said right <laughs> the two uh, was it the two grandparents oh drove this past. This is gonna be our best podcast. The two, <laughs> the two was it the two grandparents that drove past uh, Ben. That wasn't grandparents. That was it. That was him. It was that. He's, Didn't you see the? He has the, the effect. The he has the effect. The pharmacist. He has the effect. The pharmacist. This is the thing. I think that the presence is actually in the mind corrupting adults. But I would have loved just a little exposition, just a little explanation of just what one the, scene to show what's happening like, oh i bet he's in the heads of all, all the adults like one little iota of information oh, and you didn't God. get it why did he need that it's inception it's you don't know how the movie ends uh first of all it's a movie within a movie within a movie and of course i know it, how it you ends. don't know if it spins or not <laughs> fucking top no, stop it, spinning no, it does not <laughs> you're still stuck in the dream not a chance really you think that's what happened yes <laughs> i yes Yes. You're no, lying. Wait. I didn't think no. that there was a, a person alive that actually thought that it kept going. <laughs> how How is his kids the same age? All right. Let's move on. Uh, oh, wait, what was me? the last question? What was well, the last I'm question? I'm in for Inception. I'm so guest starring that one. I have so <laughs> Brandon, I'm in. Brandon is back. I'm in for Inception. Jesus Christ. So, so after they... They're in the house right now. Okay. Listen, can we just get to, to where the they clown. beat him up and they all of a sudden... stab him in the face. They think that Gandalf is dead and so let's just go ahead and move on. Fly, you fools. And then I'm going to die. So, okay. So after... Yeah, they stab him in the face. Which I don't think great. any of them really thought he was dead. I mean, I think they did. I don't know. She takes a fucking bath again. Oh. That's creepy as shit. The blood because in there. they all God separated. They all separated. Yeah. And like, you know, okay, let's pretend like this never happened. Just like what the town does. Pretends like it never happens. And then she got, she got trapped. She got trapped. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say this. For, the, she first killed, time, for she, the first time in our podcast history, we need to take a second break because I need more ice. We have no idea how many minutes we've been arguing. <laughs> and we need to take a break. Just to let you know, I'm going to tell you this seriously, that it was on record that Stephen King was on a lot of cocaine when he I wrote this that. fucking book. Well, no, that I makes didn't. a lot I of sense about because cocaine does weird things to your mind. Well, I wouldn't know. Quiet silence. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of edits. Anyway, so we go to back to the house. So we get this is a part of the movie that I did like that everyone kind of got together and you had like the the A team getting back together s- sequence like like Stranger Things. Yeah, like Stranger Things. Like, hey, we're gonna get together, and I mean, there's no Steve Harrington, so it's just it's worthless. I anyway, uh, I love Steve. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna Hashtag go season four. Uh, Steve Dustin. <laughs> anyway, so they get together. They go back to the house to confront. Pennywise and to save the beloved Beverly. In the meantime, Beverly got put up into she's please, floating. Please tell me then. It's, is it called the deadline? So lights? what happened is, is that yes. the reason why Pennywise went back to pick up Beverly is because you know that she's not afraid of anything. And she was able to rise above against her father, and she doesn't have fear. But he's still strong. Pennywise can still attack you. Exactly. So you know what? In the whole situation where she sees everyone floating around, and you see Pennywise doing that horrible fucking dancing thing. I hate that. It's like the worst part of the movie. Actually, I do have to admit. You see him actually. You know, opens his mouth. And you see the deadlights. That's what it is. What is the deadlights? Yeah, you got to give us some kind of... And once again, there was no exposition. You know what there was? You know what there was, Sean? Hmm. There was a cutaway. (laughs) 
So we had all these weird people floating in the sky that he had died. Kids, had not weird people. Weird children. Okay, kids. kids okay. Well, were they it's dead? The because she was the only it, Sean. That's what the deadlight is. It's an ancient, evil, cosmic evil. And once again, where it, are you getting this it's information? Just like it this. clearly is not from this movie because I would have seen it. It's Sean. It's there, Sean. I'm sorry that you did not see it. No, it, no. Oh, I, 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 there was no explanation. Was. I will give you that there was there, no. The, the movie Deadlights was that, not in the movie. No, not one it, time. And if it's in chapter two, thank God to explain chapter one. Yes. But there does need to be some kind of indication in chapter one because we're watching chapter one. I agree. Now, what you're saying, though, or at least what Eddie you were saying, is that all of those dead kids suspended in the air are dead kids. Why is she the only one that comes back and survives? Well, because she wasn't actually dead. But but the, he didn't kill her. He was in the process of he trying. He was almost trying to bring them down there. I feel like. And he was yes, and he was also mm-hmm. in the process of trying to still yeah, see that, rake that, her. And that that the face you made is because there was no storytelling. Oh, that's that. what it is. Okay, <laughs> no <laughs> bullshit. The reason why he brought back is because it was the power of love to bring that girl. You want back, a story actually. that has A, that's B, and happened. C. You can't no, just like. No, I want a story. No, I want, it has I want to a plot that has. I want a so story. A, you know, no, no. Here's what I want. I want a story that has some indication of A because what I got was B and C. No, anyway, was, was a, so they go down C, into the house, and, they, and 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 one of the things that I mean, the house, this hell house, there's so many elements to this house that just creep me out. Isn't the well used in another horror movie? The Ring. Oh, that's right. God, it's such a good movie. I <laughs> should have been reviewing that one right now. That's when Henry. That would be a so half a down, shot. They go down there, and that's pretty cool. How they're all like dunt. Dun dun dun! They're already like that's. But ch- then you also ass. have uh, the the mullet man is back Henry. for revenge no, after Henry. he killed Which his was parents. pointless, pointless in that point. Now I'll give you, I'll yeah, give you that chapter two chapter makes two. sense. After okay. Henry killed his dad, it's almost like it's his own little puppet that yeah, actually do the killing. He's well, possessed. see, and I kind of thought that that he was, was going to be, uh, yeah. you know, Ben. Ben, ah. I thought that was going to be his vessel because Ben was the smartest kid. He was the smartest. He was the most articulate. He did all the research. The problem is he's everyone a, else was just flying by the seat. No, but the problem is I can't, wait, I can't wait for you, you to keep see saying fat. I've never seen because he. I can't okay, I get it because he's, he is a smart said, one. He's a smart one. He's a smart one. So it doesn't make sense that he was. I get why he picked um, Henry Mullet Mullet Man Mullet Man. Yeah, he he picks Henry to possess. I get it because he is violent. He's he is weak. He is, I mean, we see that weakness when his dad comes out and uh, oh, makes shit. him dance. Now, that was a great, great indication of why a person is as fucked up as they are. But that was one, one of example. seven different oh, no, 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 we're on the same page for sure, because I love that so much. I did not appreciate it for all of the other loser club kids. So when we get down, one of the things that I did appreciate, and I, I, I did like elements of this movie, which might change my score because, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it might change my score a little. Wow! I mean, not con- not considerably. Okay. Don't get a, don't drop get upset. a shot down. Um, but one of the things that I did like is that you had one character at least that had a really good arc, which is Bill, because Bill went from searching for his brother like kind of incessantly to at least confronting the fact that his brother was no longer alive, and I think that that. Character development, while probably thin, was my favorite part. I'll accept that for sure. Yeah. No, I do see that. I beg the difference. I think everyone's character development, actually, you see it in the film regarding to everything. Everyone's character development. You do see Eddie. No, no, you see. Stanley developed. He was able to rise above from his father for not being perfect regarding to what his father was hoping to be. I see it with Eddie. I don't see it with Stanley. I don't see it with Ben. He he pretty much walks away. Stanley accused everyone of abandoning him, which they absolutely did when he got the thing stuck on his face. Because he saw... (laughs) 
He saw the deadlights. And he was dying. You know, he just, he was there's actually, so much stories. Once again, you talk about the deadlights. That's not in this movie. It is in this movie, Sean. No, it's not. Anyway, so let's talk a little bit about um, him killing Georgie and kind of getting through his his realization that his brother's gone. It, it was a great moment. It's when it was the most important moment. It was the only good moment. I'm not even going to say redeemable because there was nothing redeemable <laughs> in this movie. It was the only decent part of this movie because what it did is it finally showed, like you said, the character development mm-hmm. of, of Bill. Well, and then Georgie, or excuse me, and then Bill asks for, basically the clown gives the ultimatum that if he can take Bill, the rest of the kids can go free. Yes. Did he not explain to you what will happen to you? That you guys will grow old and you will forget everything, just as like the whole town yes. forgot everything. Yes, he said that. He said the whole town. He says that he can grow that. old Ooh. and the weeds. The town. No, grow old has to be old people to like forget everything. Yes. He that was the ultimatum because he felt I, fear I, for the first time. I get that and I appreciate that. And I'm not. Trust me, I'm I'm a I'm a movie enthusiast of people of movies that don't make a whole lot of sense. That are subtle. Yeah, they're really subtle. That was too subtle. And for a horror movie <laughs> to throw a that thing like subtle. that. It that just, was too subtle for a, yeah, I mean, not, not to be arrogant, but too subtle for a lawyer and a master of English. It was too subtle for a first time watcher. Jonathan Wayne Ru- Reffin, your buddy Drive, <laughs> is super subtle. And oh, he's more dude, explicit no, no, than no, that. No, 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 no. You don't, so we do not get that. to talk about Drive <laughs> on this show. I'm talking about Reffin right now. I'm talking about Drive right now. Maybe it's because I've only seen the movie once. Maybe because at that point I was so frustrated in the movie that I stopped watching. But that was for the normal casual viewer. What there? I'm sorry, man. You see the losers overcoming their fear and unite together to actually fight and stand against Pennywise and everything. It's all there. I see it with Richie. And Richie, by the way, as I mentioned before, hated awesome. his character. Richie was awesome, awesome yeah. because he says, I hate you or whatever. I, I, you, you pissed me off because now I got to kill this clown. Yeah. Okay. Yay. But at the yeah. same time, that's his buddy. You that leave, was you it. Leave, that you was just, it. That was all we me? got. That was you all get, we got. You going to leave me down there? You didn't like that? Oh, no. I would I would have left him. I yeah, wouldn't have fuck. left you, Sean. No, I would have been you, the one man. who I would have been the one who was sacrificed. No, you've been Stanley. <laughs> no, fuck you, <laughs> yeah, Eddie. Stanley. I would never have been Stanley. I, he would be Stanley. Oh, Stanley. he would be Stanley. <laughs> Screw you. If I, anyone in this group, I would I am be clearly Beverly. Eddie. I would be Beverly. I'm clearly Eddie. I would be terrified. A hypochondriac who thinks everything is dirty. No. Yeah, no, that's really true, actually. Um, no. I stutter so, sometimes. So one of the things we go through, and and you know, we finally get to the point where they quote-unquote, kill the clown, which I have in quotes in my notes. Because um, we and, do know chapter two comes. Right. But we I didn't know that when I was watching the movie, by the way. I did not know that. How? No, it's I did not advertised. know they were. No, first of all, I knew there was a sequel. I didn't know that it was oh, two the same parts characters? of the same story. Oh. So wow. with, they kill the clown, which they didn't really kill the clown. I thought that whole effect. Okay. So. We're going to do other horror movies mm-hmm. on this podcast. I need a summation. I need something that kind of explains what happened. Well, before, I didn't get that. For what happened to Pennywise? The it? Something. Oh, no, I, I, I can, need I, something. I can tell you exactly what happens. That Pennywise lets go of the well. He falls down into the big pit and becomes Pennywise the White. <laughs> God, you're too much, yo. Run, you fools! <laughs> so you wait 27 Be- years for the sequel. Because okay. he, what happened was is that he felt fear for the first time. And he even says it the last word, fear. And he disintegrates. He hibernates to actually go to sleep. You know, if they don't know this... 
but yeah, for another 27 years, he'll yeah. be gone. And I get that. And I, I mean, I, I understand in, in the grand scheme of the world. I mean, this is an innocuous movie, but at the same time, I think they had such opportunity and they just missed it. Instead of being a suspenseful thinking movie, it's just a horror movie with blood, guts, and just disgustingness. Ah, I disagree, but disagree, disagree. <laughs> I just like one of the Pennywise's quotes is like, this isn't real enough for you, Billy. I'm not real enough for you. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Well. yeah. All right, if that's it. I, I don't know. I, th- I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, you know, I, I mean, you know, end. I like the end of the blood oath when she actually explains, like, wow, cool. this is what I saw actually. Because you have actually... a feeling, sorry, you have a feeling that Bill kind of know, everyone knows that it's not, it's not gone. Right yeah, I think they recognize it's not gone, but I also think that it's ridiculous for children to make a promise to kill a clown from in 27 years. Why? It's not clear. It's, 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 it's they knew kids, it was and they just got done. They feel like they're on top of the world, and why would they feel? They feel like you know what? We're owed. Why to would each you other. risk yourself like that? They are 12. Yeah, they already did it, and they 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 survived. The only thing they have with each other is their friendship. They don't have obviously good. Parents. What they have is the promise, the blood oath, the promise, the friendship. That they'll keep forever the love for one another. That is the promise to make sure they stay in each other's lives. We need more alcohol. That brings <laughs> us to the end of our review. Now it's time in the podcast where each of the hosts provides their score on our scale, zero to five. Eddie, can you take us through our scale? This has been the longest podcast ever. Um, <laughs> no, five zero, it was. Yeah. Zero, the perfect movie. You don't need shit to enjoy it. Can we take out shit sometimes? I feel no, okay. we are saying shit. One, shit a feel good first cocktail. Two, a happy buzz. Three, you're going to Uber or lifting home. Four, it's a rough morning walk to shame. Five, you blacked out, shit-faced, spring break drunk. Gentlemen, let's start with Sean. Oh, okay. So <clears throat> I realized that talking about this movie was far more fun than actually watching this movie. I can appreciate that some people like horror movies. I don't. Unlike some, I go to the movies to be entertained, and this movie was the last thing from entertaining. Uh, the thing I compare it to most is a monster movie. When the monster just keeps coming relentlessly, aggressively, great classics like The Thing, Jaws, Alien, Terminator, and especially like Halloween. Uh, I'll even include the fear you had as a kid when you heard the tap tap of the claw of a raptor in that room. Oh, that was terrifying. Those movies had a compelling story. You knew, or at least you understood, why the monster was coming. You knew that they were coming and who they were coming for. Honestly, I don't know how to rate this movie. If you ask me how many drinks it takes me to get through it, the answer is a fucking fifth of vodka because I could not, I could not get through it without many pauses and many drinks. Um, I don't like to be scared. You guys said this thing was a suspenseful, suspenseful movie. You're full of shit. It's a horror movie. It's blood gushing, violence, gross. I didn't have a single thing about this movie that I really enjoyed. However, after talking about it, that did change a little bit. Um, I can see that it has some quali- uh, quality. I think the effects were terrible, but it had some really good performances. I think Pennywise was absolutely. Um, but the tone, the jump scares, the musical score were average at best, even below average. But the worst part of the story is that there wasn't any fucking story. We don't know why the monster was after that group of people. We don't know why it was picking them out. We don't know why it was even attacking the town. At least with some scary movies, you have a plot. This horror movie is just a horror movie for horror movie's sake, and I really tried to like it. Jeremy, you forced me to watch a few horror movies. I really enjoyed a lot of them. I loved the original Halloween. It was really good. It was trippy. It was great. This wasn't. It was shit. And for me, it's a five. Wow. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus Christ. 
out of all that. It's worse than your last movie, huh? Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, what do you think of it? Uh, I have to disagree with you, my friends. I think the situation is that you didn't know the story or the phenomenon pop culture for what it is. You didn't know the story was always split in two halves like everyone else did. If you did, you would have known like everyone else, the first half brings you in and the second half gives you the closure. All the question you asked was right there in front of you, leading you to the second half to the whole story. Again, the whole story. I personally feel it ranks one of the best Stephen King's adaptions next to The Shining and next to Stand By Me. It's one of the best horror films that's come out in this past decade. I think Bill Skarsgård's portrayal of Pennywise is this generation's Freddy Krueger. I, th I thought the picture poked you from the start and never let go. The film speaks volume about the importance of friendship, love, and greatness while facing your worst fears. I say, you know what? I'm going to be part of the Losers Club. This you're, is a one drink for me, guys. You're my friend and I love you. No, nope. that's a terrible story. No, no seriously. <laughs> One drink? One it's drink. One drink. I one it was drink. Really good, I'm huh? over here shit face drunk in spring break and you're with one drink. Uh Brandon, what do you think? Okay, so here's the deal. I have not <laughs> been more excited to watch a movie than it. I have been wanting to watch this one forever with family at home. I just haven't gotten a chance to watch it in theaters or at home. But when I saw that this was on the queue for me to watch, I literally got excited. And if you look at my notes, you see that I start out looking for the best, looking for the happy, <laughs> looking for me to be excited. I watched this starting at 10.30 at night, like I said earlier, and I finished it at about 12.45, and I sat there on the couch till 1.15 and said, why would I be excited for this thing? <laughs> Sean, you said that it would take a fifth. This would take a handle. <laughs> I could black God. out, pass out again, black out, pass out again, black out, and still feel that I wasted my time with it. Eddie. Dude, Eddie. No, 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 I'm not done. Oh, fuck that. I'm not done. I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 I'm no, sorry. no, no. Wow, he's coming back. I'm going to go ahead and say this. I think, and I'm going to go on record again, saying that Stephen King, to me, is the most overrated author in existence. I love The Shawshank Redemption. I love The Green Mile. I don't love anything else that he's done as a writer. I think there's some great movies that have been made off of his stuff, Shining being one of them, but this was uh, was a movie that I haven't read the source material. I didn't read Stephen King's book, but I do know that I hated the movie. It was not scary. It was not suspenseful. I can't tell you how many times I put it in my notes, really, with three question marks after it, and maybe a couple exclamation points to hit the home, hit the point home. The pacing of the movie was literally awful, from the cutaways to literally the acting. There was maybe three scenes, maybe three scenes at best, one that I said, yeah. That seems realistic. <laughs> and so for this, I literally rate bad movies based on one movie, which was The Mummy 3. <laughs> and I love Brendan Fraser like nobody else. But damn it, now I have to go into movies and say, there's now a new king of bad. Oh my and that God. king of bad is It Chapter 1. That being said, I am happily and excitedly going to be watching It Chapter 2. 100%. It's a fucking five. <laughs> Eddie, what do we have? Wow. I think... Overall, I can already tell you this is going to be our lowest rated movie. <laughs> no. Okay, well, I personally think that you guys are grading it hard because I think overall, you know why I think you're grading it hard? A little harder than usual because of all the outside comments that you were, you heard great things about this movie and you I think that's kind of played an effect to your score of everyone's hearing on the outside everyone's comments and saying oh this movie's great this movie's great there are little scenes in the movie that obviously it's not the best movie in the world I feel like but 
oh my god, like I feel like certain parts of this movie definitely uh, I connected with, and especially like the Losers Club. I had a bunch of friends that I felt like I was connected with beyond uh, just friendships. Like I felt like you know what we went through some hard times together. Maybe not killing the damn evil clown, but maybe <laughs> we, we definitely went through some hard times together. That obviously. Maybe we got picked on because you know what we you know we just had trouble growing up. Like I, I I had my own certain friends in elementary school that I realized you know I had a speech problem. So I you guys probably can never tell that, huh? But, uh, <laughs> but I definitely understood like growing up with Bill, what Bill went through in life with the stutter, and like he had to like he you could still be brave even though that people look at you differently. Um, and I feel like there's so many good parts of this movie that I feel like you just overlooked as you were looking for one part and you didn't get that one part so that affected your whole rest of your movie. Um, I personally feel like from the very beginning of the movie uh, you can see the, the connection he had with his brother and throughout the whole movie he's trying to find peace with his brother, what happened to him and that's my, what was possibly my favorite part of the whole movie how he's with his brother. Um, I have two boys who I see that connection with I have a brother myself who's right across me and came, thank you, Jeremiah. Um, the draft bits were a lot better than 1990 version. Um, I feel like a the, roaring yeah, engagement. Yeah. Uh, overall, I feel like Pennywise did amazing. The actor yeah, Bill was, was it Bill? Right. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, card. Yeah. Uh, overall, though, there was little areas that you can see that uh, it got, I got a little confused if it was in the 80s or if it was in the 50s. Uh, so I remember the, the original movie took in the 50s, but I do like uh, my favorite characters definitely stood out. I loved Richie. I, I disagree with uh, Brandon because I felt like <laughs> Richie, he stood up. He was always there for uh, uh, Bill and especially the hard times. And he, was, you know, he went to bat for him. Seriously, he went to bat against a clown. And it was cool. I mean, they're, little, they're kids. And they, you know what? I felt like if you're expecting to see the born identity, these guys are just kids. So they're, going, they're stepping through stuff, uh, little obstacles in life. Uh, I, I'm going to give it a, a two. Uh, All right. So hey, I'm not done yet. <laughs> I'm sorry. So two. I gave it two sorry. drinks. Okay. So it was this a happy, <laughs> a happy right. buzz. So after all said and done, we have a Eddie, five from you know, Sean, a five we, from when we add the Brandon, four. a one from Jeremiah, and a two from Eddie. So when we add those together and divide by four, what does it get? Well, you guys are going to be actually laughing at this. It always somehow comes back to this, but it's a three point two five. Jesus Christ! It beat Point Break. <laughs> How? How? How is this a better movie than Point Break? Point Break is way better. Give me two, Utah. Give me chapter one and two, Utah. How is this a better movie than Point Break? I'm sorry. Wow. It's between Scream and Point Break. Oh, it's between Scream and Point Break. (laughs) How is this a better movie than Point Break? Can I give it a six? No, you can't. (laughs) A ten? This movie was not bad. No, I'll give it, it was a 20. No, no. I'll give if it a 20. If you look on this list and you look at Point Break, are you telling me... You're looking Point Break at this was list. enjoyable. Yeah. You're looking at Point Break. You're like, oh, man, I enjoyed it better than Point Break. Tyler's, no. No, Northwest is Pass. no way. Pass. Point Break you was don't. far superior. Point Break is yeah. a lot more How fun. How North by Northwest get up there? I actually so think much. Point Break should be actually a little higher. And that's uh, just my opinion. <laughs> Ah, all right. If you enjoyed our review or a fan of the podcast, we ask that you please subscribe wherever you're listening. And this is very, very important. You need to go to iTunes. You need to leave a five-star review. You need to leave a physical review because we are so close to getting to our next goal. We're doing really well. We just need to get the, the, the reviews coming in and we need a lot more viewers. So please tell your friends. We have a lot of movies coming up. Uh, next week, we've got uh, another podcast. So please 
Um, if you have anything to say, uh, please do so at uh, hosts at the Um or follow us on Instagram at the dot gentleman podcast. The dot means a lot. Guys. The dot means a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Visit our website at the gentleman podcast to see what's upcoming. And uh, once again, if you want to reach out to us, you can do so by email at hosts at the gentleman Thank you so much for listening. And although this was contentious, I think it was very good. Thank you for your audience pick, by the way, guys. Thank you for the audience pick. Yeah, Brandon, you think it was our best one? Best one. This one? Yeah. Cheers, gentlemen. Oh, I didn't break anything. (laughs) I think that was our best one, guys. (laughs) 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 Well, the movie was bad or the podcast was bad? bad?